Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. All set for your flight? Yep, I've got everything I need. Eye mask, neck pillow, T-Mobile, headphones. Wait, T-Mobile? You bet. Free in-flight Wi-Fi, 15% off all Hilton brands. I never go anywhere without T-Mobile. Same goes from a water bottle, chewing gum, nail clippers, okay, passport. Okay, I'm going to leave you to it. Find out how you can experience travel better at tmobile.com slash travel. Qualifying plan required. Wi-Fi were available on select U.S. airlines. Deposit and Hilton Honors membership required for 15% discount. Terms and conditions apply. J-E-L-L. The Jell-O program starring Jack Benny with Phil Harris and his orchestra. The orchestra opens a program with G, but you're swell. These days, we all like to have lunch or dinner at a good restaurant once in a while. And in good restaurants everywhere, you'll find that you can enjoy genuine Jell-O for dessert just as you do at home. For instance, we have just had a very complimentary letter from the nationally famous Child's Restaurants, which we think will interest you. It says, quote, You will be pleased to know that as a result of tests made in the Child's Research Laboratory, Jell-O was selected for use in all our flavored gelatin desserts. We find that Jell-O has a superior flavor, and for this reason, it is the only gelatin dessert served in Child's restaurants. It is our aim to serve our patrons the highest quality in every line, and that we feel in gelatin desserts means genuine Jell-O. Signed, L.G. Dutton, Vice President, the Child's Company. We're mighty pleased and proud to receive this letter, and remember, whether you order Jell-O in a restaurant or from your own grocer, Always be sure you get genuine Jell-O. in New York, okay, but the train trip was terrible as there was nothing but trunks and suitcases in my car. <laughs> she must have gotten in the baggage car by mistake. <laughs> New York City is just the same as... What are you I... reading, Jack? Oh, it's a letter from Mary. Gosh, it seems lonesome tonight without her, doesn't it, Doc? Oh, it sure does. You know, I kind of miss her, too. The program doesn't seem the same without Mary. Not so loud, Phil. She's probably listening in. There's no use spoiling her. Uh, what does she say in her letter, Jack? Well, it's a little personal, Don. You know, she wouldn't want me to read it to everybody. Oh, go ahead. All right. Uh, dear Jack, Don, Phil, Kenny, and everybody. <laughs> Arrived in New York. Oh, oh, I read that, yeah. She says, I got in Chicago on time and stopped there for three hours between trains. Believe me, it's no fun standing between trains. You get cinders all over you. <laughs> she certainly takes things literally, doesn't she? Enjoy the ride to New York. The train had a streamline, and so did that salesman I met. <laughs> but don't worry, I can take care of myself, and anyway, he got off at Cleveland. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> She's writing for him there. When I arrived at Grand Central Station, a great big man rushed up, threw his arms around me, and kissed me. Was I disappointed when I found out it was my uncle? <laughs> I am stopping at the Hotel Lombardi, which is just 1,500 miles up the street from the Miami Biltmore. And I hope she doesn't try to go in swimming. And Mama, Papa, and Brother Hillard came in from Plainfield, 
and we went to Aunt Rose's new wedding last night. <laughs> Papa was going to wear his full dress suit with the tails, but when he took it out of the closet, he found that the moths had eaten it into a tuxedo. <laughs> well, <laughs> not bad. Yeah. This afternoon, while passing Radio City, I ran into Fred Allen. Hmm. He spoke about you, and believe me, that's no way to talk in front of a lady. <laughs> I was going to slap his face, but he was chewing tobacco, so I thought twice. <laughs> anyway, he invited me to lunch, but made me pay my own check. I couldn't do anything about it, though, as he claimed his invitation wasn't in writing. <laughs> Same old Alan. Huh? <laughs> oh, he's not that tight. He's right? not, eh? Listen, fellas. Have you ever played poker with Alan? No. Well, if you ever do, watch out. He plays a very conservative game. Come here a minute. When he opens the pot, you can throw away four kings. <laughs> no kidding. Really, I'm not kidding. Not only that, he cheats, too. I remember one time I caught him sending out three white chips to be dyed. <laughs> oh, Jack. Jack, you're exaggerating. Well, maybe it was only two chips. I don't know. Well, go ahead, Jack, with Mary's letter. Okay. I am writing this letter in the lobby of the hotel, and the swellest-looking fellow is sitting opposite me. He just smiled, which explains this blot. <laughs> She's probably kidding. That nice man just smiled again, so we'll close wishing good luck to you and me. <laughs> Yours faithfully, Mary. <laughs> Hey, that was cute, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, fellas. Sorry, Hi, Kenny. Say, Jack, I got a surprise for you. What is it? Well, I knew Mary wasn't going to be here, so I brought my girl, Lena, to help out with the program. Well, that's very nice of you, Kenny. We need help. Oh, there she is. Hello, Lena. How are you? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Hmm. <laughs> Isn't she clever, Jack? Yeah, well, uh, Oh, I... that's only part of it. Now, here's a joke we made up. This'll kill you. Go ahead, Lena, ask him. Is this going to be funny? <laughs> we think so. Go ahead, Lena. All right. What's the difference between Mary Livingston and the Queen Mary? Well, the question is clever. Go ahead, Lena. What is the difference between Mary Livingston and the Queen Mary? Mary Livingston is a girl and the Queen Mary is a boat. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's funny about that, Penny? <laughs> Gee, don't you get it? Mary isn't a boat. Oh, am I surprised? <laughs> I must tell her to keep out of water. Yeah. Now, Lena, do that laugh like Mary does. And, Jack, you ask her what she's laughing at. Okay. Go ahead, Lena. Laugh like Mary. Now <laughs> <laughs> ask her, Jack. All right. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Lena? <laughs> you, who wouldn't? <laughs> Ain't you panic? Yeah, panic meaning disaster. Yeah, thanks, Kenny. And now Phil Harris will play... Uh, hey, wait a minute, Jack. We got one more. Oh. Give it to him, Lena. Mr. Benny, if I gained 50 pounds, what would I be? I don't know. What would you be, Lena? Fatter. Wow. <laughs> you get it, Jack? Lena, fatter. Yeah, just like your head up. Play a villa. Mary, come home. All is forgiven.
Dolly Baby, played by the orchestra and directed by Phil Harris, who came back from the Santa Anita racetrack yesterday as fast as he could walk. <laughs> Say, Phil, your orchestra sounds a little softer than usual tonight. What happened? Well, Jack, I bet my trombone player on Seabiscuit and lost. Oh, well, that's too bad. Huh? Doggone it, every horse I bet on loses by a nose. Well, you'll either have to get hotter tips or longer horses. Yeah. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> like that, huh? Well, they must have lost two out there. I can see that. Say, Jack, uh, how did you make out in the handicap? Not so good, Phil. Unfortunately, the horse I bet on just got over the flu and was afraid of crowds. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, Phil, you know, I, as, when it comes to gambling, I'm a pretty good sport, and I don't mind when my horse lags behind. But when he walks over the rail and takes a bite of my hot dog, that's going a little too far. You <laughs> think so? So you learned your lesson, eh? Yes, sir. The next horse I bet on will have to have a diesel engine in him. Say, what are you fellas talking about? Oh, nothing much, Don. Is it important? No. Well, Jell-O is. Ladies and gentlemen, when you are considering attempting dessert to top off your meal, decide on Jell-O because it has that new extra-rich fresh fruit flavor and it tastes twice as good as ever before. Hooray for Rosemont! <laughs> yes, with the big red letters on the jockey. Say, what is this, a racetrack or a program? Oh, come in. Hello, Jigbani. Yes, yes, what can I do for you? Well, pardon the interruption, Poopsie, but I'm a detective. A detective, eh? You said it, a bloodhound without dialect. Mm, well, what do you want? I'm under the impression that you lost a Wiley. Is this correct? A vial, yes. Did you find it? Did you offer a reward? Yes. Then I found it. Here you are. Well, well. Hey, fellas, look. Oh, my oh, violin. Say, it sure is my violin, all right. They say, you know, fellas, I knew I'd get it back tonight. Virtue triumph. Then you're going to play the B, eh? Am I? Listen, fellas, this is the night of night. Not only will I redeem myself in the eyes of my listeners, but I'll make Fred Allen hang his head so low he'll have to get an extra shoe for his nose. <laughs> And it won't be any size two, either. Oh, his nose isn't that long, Jack. It's long enough to reach clear to Hollywood and to my affairs. Listen, Jack, why don't you forget the bee and play something popular? Well, what song would you like to hear? Pennies from Herring. Herring? That's heaven. You're telling me. <laughs> well, Mr. Benny, to put it blunt to, mm -hmm. how's about the compensation? Oh, yes, the reward. Here you are, my good man. A nice, new, green, crisp, crinkly $1 bill. Hmm, adjectives he gives me. <laughs> oh, you don't want it, eh? Don't jump at conclusions. Well, it's all you're going to get, a dollar. Here. Thank you. I'll put it in my wallet. It's a nice wallet. I thought it was your chest. <laughs> well, goodbye, Mr. Uh, say, what's your name? That I can tell you. Why not? There's a reward for me, too. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. Vada chiseler. Fred Allen is right. <laughs> well, boys, it cost me a dollar to get my violin back, but it was worth every penny of it. Oh, Kenny, how about singing your song while I get all set for my number? Okay, Jack. Are you really going to play the bee? Am I going to play the bee? Did Columbus turn back in the middle of the Atlantic? I don't know. Did Washington hesitate before crossing the Delaware? I don't know. Did Admiral Dewey retreat at Medilla? Three strikes, I'm out. Then sing, Daddy. Am I going to play the bee? <laughs> 
is young and you're so beautiful. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment has arrived. The moment when I will erase all verbal stains and oral blemishes from the once illustrious name of Jack Benny. Of course, after concluding my selection to be, Mr. Allen, who even thinks that wrestling is crooked... Will no doubt accuse me of trickery. To nip such a possibility in the bud, I will pass through our studio audience, and you folks can observe for yourselves that I have only a violin in one hand and a bow in the other. At a boy, Jack. Quiet. I wouldn't trust you either. <laughs> I further wish to state that there is nothing hidden up my sleeve, and no accomplices, either mechanical or human, in this auditorium. Now for my first trick. I mean solo. I. Uh, Come in. Hello, Buck. Oh, hi, Andy. <laughs> hey, Andy. Hey, you got Andy, you got here just in time. Yep, and when I heard that you got your fiddle back, I ran up here as fast as I could. Well, that was nice of you. <laughs> 
say, Buck, I was sure surprised when I heard Murray went to New York. Yeah, she left last week for a short vacation. Doggone it, I'm sorry I missed her. I wanted to kiss her goodbye. Well, Andy, you can kiss her when she gets back. Yeah, she'll be rested up then and can take it. <laughs> One thing I like about you, Andy, you don't brag. You know? <laughs> What's that? That's Kenny's girl, Lena. <laughs> I know you thought it was the radiator. Lena, you know, uh, you know Andy Devine. Oh, sure. The man that talks like Donald Duck. <laughs> Donald Duck. That's, that's pretty good. Huh? Well, we're doing all right. We're both in pictures. Yeah. Well, Andy, I'm glad you came up to the studio tonight. You know, you're going to hear me play the bee and make out a fool out of that town hall sandman. <laughs> and you know what the sandman does. Yeah. Did you hear him last Wednesday when he said a buzzard brought me instead of a stork? A buzzard? Yeah. Oh, doggone it, I thought he said blizzard. Now I gotta get mad all over again. Why don't I get funny lines like that? Why don't I get any lines? Please, fellows. Well, the time is growing short. My fingers are just itching to wander over those violin strings, so let's get going. Andy, you sit right down in front and enjoy yourself. Okay, Buck, can I applaud now in case I fall asleep? No, I'll have to take that chance, Andy. And now, ladies and gentlemen, before going into my number, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you the man who will share my glory tonight. My accompanist, that eminent pianist, Rachmaninoff T. Smith. <laughs> Uh, take a bow, Mr. Smith. Thank you. And my price is still $10. Oh. I tried to get him for eight, folks, but he's got me in a spot. <laughs> well, hand me that violin, Kenny. Here you are, Jack. I'll even take that line. Say, what's the matter with you, Phil? Well, I want to be an actor. Well, you're on the wrong program. <laughs> with my talent, yes. Hmm. Well... <laughs> Pretty good for an old violin, isn't it? So you're really going to play the B this time, eh, Jack? John, I can't get out of it. I mean, I, I, I'm raring to go. <laughs> Come on, introduce me, and remember that Jello isn't playing this number. Now, wait till I tune up just... Sounds pretty good okay, from here. Right. All right. right. Okay, 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 Jack. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Mr. Jack Benny will now play Schubert's immortal classic, The Bee. If you please, Professor.
right, fellas, it was nothing, nothing at all. Well, what now, Mr. Allen? <laughs> Play, Phil, I did. <laughs> from Swing High, Swing Low, played by Phil Harris and his orchestra. And very good, Phil, very good. Not a classic, perhaps, but quite well done. Say, Jan. Yes, Kenny? When are you going to play the B? I just played it. Yeah, but you clipped its wings. Now, <laughs> right, what do you mean? Well, when you came to the hard part, you switched to plenty of money and you. Well, there was a detour sign on my music. <laughs> and furthermore, Phil, you've been acting a bit uppity lately. Are you dissatisfied with your job here? Are you unhappy in our little group? I mean, are you seeking greener postures? No. Greener money. Oh. Well, let me tell you something, Phil. I... Oh, excuse me a minute. There's the phone. Keep the argument going, Kenny. Now, listen, Phil. Who do you think I am? Now, never mind, Kenny. I'll pick up the argument later. Never mind. Don't bother. Hello? Hello? Oh, oh, hello, Mary. How are you, honey? It's Mary, fellas. You did? Well, I'm glad you liked it. I played it the best I could. Of course, right in the middle of the number, I found out one of my strings was dental floss. <laughs> Which was all right, I just had dinner. Are you having a good time in New York? Well, I do too, but I don't see how I can get away from here. Well, anyway, Mary, have a good time and come back soon, yeah. Yeah, everybody sends their love. Yes, I will. Yeah. Yeah, goodbye, dear. Goodbye. Hello? What's that, operator? Yes, I'll accept the charges. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fellas, 
Gee, it must be nice in New York right now. Gee, after talking to Mary, I'd, yeah, I'd love to go there for a couple of weeks. So would I. Me too. You know, Buck, I've never been to New York. Well, don't cry, Andy. <laughs> you haven't? No. Well, you... <laughs> that last one was a laugh, wasn't it? <laughs> well, Andy, you, you get a big kick out of it. No, really, you would. You'd, you'd love it. You know, you could take a subway and see the whole town. You know. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, fellas. You know, I got a... Wait a minute, I got an idea. Listen, get away from the microphone, fellas. I don't want Mary to hear this. You know what I'd like to do? Now, wait a minute. Step up. Get away from the mic. I'd like to surprise Mary, hop on a train, and join her in New York. New York? Quiet! John, step up those microphones. Okay, Jack. Now, wait a minute. Can everybody make the trip? I can. It's okay with me, how about you, Phil? Well, I'll have to join you later. Can I take my trainer along? No, Andy, they have hotels in New York. Two of them. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Listen, we'll arrange this right away. I'll call up the station now and make our reservations. And, Don, mm-hmm. while I'm ordering the tickets, you make a lot of noise about Jello or anything, but make it loud. I don't want Mary to hear this. Right, Jack, right. Go ahead. Hello? Operator? Operator, get me the... Go ahead, Don. I'm glad to have this opportunity to tell you about Jell-O, the fastest-selling gelatin dessert on the market. Hello, take it off it. It is first in favor because it's first in flavor, and it comes in six delicious flavors, strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. So be sure to ask for Jell-O by name. Look for the big red letters on the box. What? No, not six delicious flavors, six tickets. No, 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 the name is not Raspberry, it's Jack Berry. I mean, Jack Benny. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Well, fellas, it's all set. Oh, boy, I could just see the look on Mary's face when we popped in on her. Yeah, I could hardly wait. I'm going right home now and pack. Are you going to take your trunk, Kenny? No, my trunk's been to New York. <laughs> well, then don't bother. Don't... Oh, boy, just imagine that. Two weeks to New York. Broadway. Times Square. Columbus Circle. Tin Pan Alley. 42nd Street. Grant's Tomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody loves parties, and here's a party dessert that you can serve every day. It looks mighty festive, and it's no trouble to prepare because it's another delicious dessert that's made with jello. It's called strawberry snow, and this is how you make it. Dissolve one package of strawberry jello in one pint of hot water. Then chill until cold and syrupy and place in a bowl of ice or ice water. Add one egg white and whip with a rotary egg beater until fluffy. Mold or pile in sherbet glasses and chill. It's a feast for the eye, a treat for the taste, with tempting true fruit flavor to please everybody. So give everyday dinners a party touch. Have strawberry snow for dessert one night this week, but be sure you make it with the real thing. Genuine jello with the extra rich, fresh fruit flavor. Look for the big red letters on the box. They spell jello.
This is the last number of the 22nd program in the new Jello series, and we'll be with you again next Sunday night at the same time, broadcasting from New York City. The detective on the program was played by Pat C. Flick through the courtesy of Warner Brothers. Say, Jack, why can't we leave for New York right now? No, we'll have to wait till Tuesday night because I'm dropping in on Ben Burney's program first. Well, why are you still whispering? I want to surprise Ben, too. Good night, folks. <laughs> KFI Los Angeles. 